Welcome to the Digital Masters Podcast, Growing Your Web Dev Business. I'm Marisa Van Skyver, also known as Captain Coder, to some, and, you know, mostly myself. <laughs> we all have to come up with our own cool nicknames, right? Um, just as a little introduction to me, I am a web developer. I have been building websites since I was 13. Um, but I finally got people to start paying me for the websites I was creating when I was about 18. So I have actually been building websites for money for about 16 years. And I would never have told you that this would be my day job. But every week, I'm going to go through and talk to you guys about how to build websites that actually market customers. Because here's the weird thing about me. I wasn't just a webmaster for most of the places that I worked over the years. I actually have two degrees, both in English, so I started learning how to write copy for the web. And then when social media for business became a thing, I did that too. And I did a lot of reputation management online. So over the last 16 years, I have worked in a myriad of jobs in digital marketing. I now actually teach digital marketing at Wichita State University. And I know that building websites the way that we used to, the fact that we used to be just magic workers and no one really knew how to do it, that business model is completely gone. It is out of the window. Because of options like Wix and Squarespace, we have to continue to evolve our industry. And I honestly think the best way is to one, just build better websites, better websites than, you know, Joe Smith can do in the middle of the night as he's working on his side hustle, but also to add digital marketing basics to our websites and digital marketing services to our business to become more of a one-stop marketing shop for our clients. So each week we're going to go through different things that can help you and not only improve the websites you're building, but also to add new services to your business. Here's the thing. I know you guys can be like me. You can go out and you can Google all of these things and you can watch YouTube videos and all that other stuff, but it is just not from a web developer's perspective. And we look at the world just a little bit differently than anybody else. And I can tell you, as somebody who's worked in agencies, who created an agency that grew it to six figures in just a year and a half, and um, has created a second agency, I can tell you right now that because I have these skills are the reasons I get the customers I get and the ability that I have to charge them and add recurring revenue to my business. So let's get started with today's episode. We're going to talk about how to create a homepage that converts and keeps leads digging into your customers' websites. Let's get started. When someone is coming to you for a website, you want to build them something that actually gets them leads, that sells them, right? I mean, that's kind of a obvious. We want to have happy customers because happy customers leave reviews. They refer their friends to us that also own businesses, and they do, will do more work with us in the future. But creating a website that converts and that has some of those marketing principles instilled in it is more than just making it look good. And 
the thing is with websites, a lot of this starts with the copy. And most web developers, when you're used to writing PHP, HTML, CSS, JavaScript, we're not really thinking about English. <laughs> but I also know that every single web developer, every single website creator that's listening to this, you have the capacity to be more than just a code monkey. And I cannot be the only web developer who has been called a code monkey in more than one job. Please, please comment and tell me that that's not true. Now to create a website that is built for marketing, you really have to start with the homepage. And I know that seems really simplistic, but it's so incredibly true. That homepage is where 90% of people are going to land unless you're running big ad campaigns to different landing pages on a website. It's also where your their customers are going to be making really quick, rapid fire decisions. I'm going to try not to snap. I'm not used to being just audio. Can you guys tell I'm used to being able to? You should see how much my hands are moving. Um, that's why I podcast. So how do you create that homepage that converts? Let's get back to that. So breaking that down, the literal first thing that you start with, again, like I said, it's all about the copy, guys. You start with a headline that tells your ideal target audience how you solve a problem. Every single company, even a plumber or um, an accountant or a lawyer or anything else that's not as um, sexy, shall we say, and as fun to write for, they all solve problems for their clients. So you have to stop and think about what their client's main problems are. And you have to introduce not only their problem, but the fact that your customer solves that within that headline. That first headline really needs to grab their customer's attention it needs to tell them that they help, and it needs to think of their emotional benefits, not just the main feature of the business. So to break it down in my case, my headline is that I build lead generating websites. That's what most people care about when they come to me. They want to get leads from their websites. I'm asking them to spend four or five, ten thousand $10,000 on a website. They want it to convert and to do something, right? So I'm telling them that I build lead generating websites. I also added in into my headline a piece about brand storytelling because I work with a lot of story. I work with a lot of solopreneurs, excuse me. Their story is just a huge part of their business. So I took two pieces and created a headline out of that. You know, the thing is, when you grab their attention right away and you connect it back to that ideal customer's main stressor, it really helps keep people scrolling. Now, there were studies a few years ago about whether or not we had to add scroll indicators onto websites, and 92% do scroll past that initial, but you want people to keep going and to engage immediately within the website. Think of it like the opening line of a book. You want to grab them, you want to get their attention, and you want to give them a reason to keep moving. So that main headline should be an H1. After that, 
You next want to get people moving through your customer's website, give them the information they need to know, okay, now, what do you specifically do to help me? You want to work with something called funnels. Funnels are a great way to tell people yet again, okay, this is how I help. And a good rule of thumb is to link to the top two to four pages you want a customer to explore in the website. That's typically the main two to four services. On my own website, I showcase that I can help build websites or I can maintain websites. Those are my two main services. Those funnels take customers through the paths that are really important to them and it directs them into digging into the website further. They should have a little bit of copy to explain, okay, here's your problem, here's how I solve it, and click this link to go to the page to learn more about it. I typically include an H2 over my funnel section that hits a main pain point or a benefit of my services, um, an emotional benefit, remember. Then in the actual funnel copy, I tell them, hey, here's how I solve that problem. That question answer format of, man, do you really struggle with XYZ? Well, I can solve that with service A, B, or C. That question answer format in your web copywriting can be a really powerful way to showcase that your customer is uniquely qualified to help and it drives people to dig into your website further and keep clicking and eventually to get in touch with you. Now after your funnels, so in case they haven't been convinced yet, then you want to showcase some social proof. I personally believe that every single homepage for any kind of service provider business should have some kind of social proof that shows, yes, my client's business knows their shit. You have to be able to showcase that it's not just about the business, but it's about how they help people and how they've solved other people's problems. Now that could be really depending on the niche that you tend to work with, but it can be a simple logo cloud of their clients. It can be better testimonials and reviews of how those who have worked with your client have, um, you know, how they have felt working with them, how the client has solved their problems. That's perfect if you can get a good testimonial. Then you can also list out books your clients have written or podcasts they host because that again showcases that, hey, this is some really good quality information. Either way, you need to make sure that you give some kind of third-party proof to showcase that the business that you're building a website for knows what they're doing. It helps prevent a lot of questions and it removes a bit of fear and it builds that trust factor. And we all know that it's really important to build up that like, no trust factor in a business to get people to work with them. Which speaking of, and this is a part that all of your customers are going to hate. They're going to hate it, but it's really important to build up that like and no 
factor, you need to introduce the face of the company and the business itself on the homepage. Now, the face of the company doesn't necessarily have to be the owner and founder. For most of my clients, it is. But every once in a while, you gotta you have a, somebody else who kind of goes out and either is the person who's doing the networking, is the person who's posting on social media. Um, it could be the whole team. It doesn't have to be an individual. But especially for those who are working with clients directly, you want to give the company a face. That adds a human connection right on the homepage. And it's so easy. And it's one of those things where it can be a simple few sentences that just really helps to reinforce who the person is that started this company, why they're different, what their area of expertise is. And then you can take them to the about page where they can learn more about your client as a person, about their company's philosophy, um, and what really makes them unique. Because here's the thing, every single client that you build a website for has probably five or six competitors just in their local market alone. So you want to make sure that you're showcasing how they're uniquely placed to help and what's different about working with them. And really, after all, we all just... We all just want to connect with other humans, especially in a COVID world. We are just craving that human connection. So give them a chance. Give those clients a chance to connect with your client's business quickly. This next tip doesn't necessarily apply for every single business out there, but for many of them who are service providers and where this makes sense, you want to provide some kind of free value. You've probably heard, and I'm sure you guys have done this yourself, um, where you've entered in your email to get a freebie. It's called a lead capture. It's really easy to do. It helps not only build up some trust because, <laughs> because they actually get what they signed up to get. It also improves and builds your client's email list so they can continue the conversation after. And it lets them add value weeks after that person has visited their website if they're using their email list correctly. Now these freebies, they need to be something that, you know, your ideal customer will actually care about and will want to turn over their email for. But that's That's up to your client. That's something that you guys can discuss with them. But I always recommend, if possible, that you have a lead capture. And I really like Gravity Forms. It makes lead captures a breeze no matter what email service provider they are using. Last but certainly not least on this, you you really want to make it easy to contact the business. And but here's the thing, I'm laughing because it seems it seems kind of dumb to even talk about it. But do you guys know how many websites that I have seen and gone through? People whose sites that I am redesigning and a professional agency forgot to make contacting the business simple and straightforward. And I'm not just talking about creating a contact page. You need to have that business's phone number social media links, and address if they have a physical location in the footer 
of every single page of the website. I am not going to want to hunt to find that phone number. It, and it had better be click to call because you know so many more people, over 50% are searching on Google on a mobile device. So you want to make sure that that phone number is there so they don't have to hunt for it so they can make that quick call and become a lead right then and there. You also want to make sure the social media channels are linked because they need to maybe get to know that business a little bit better and social media provides that ability and that option. And I always say that you should have the address in the footer and if possible, link the Google Maps page to that address so it opens up on their phone and takes them to the driving directions immediately. You're going to have some clients who don't want to list a phone number on their website, and I totally understand that. But Google Voice numbers are free. You can turn it off and on so you only accept calls when you want them. It just removes a barrier. And that's really what this is all about. You want to remove barriers for customers to get and touch with your client and to do business with them. These six steps will do so much to improve the home pages that you're building and the inside pages that you're building as well because the problem solving headline should be true on every single page of that website. Making it easy to contact the business should be true on every single page of that website. And even social proof should be on most pages of that website. So take these six steps, go through and look at even just one of the websites you're building now and see how you can improve it. Join me next week as we dive into more ways to grow your web dev business. See you guys later.